In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Garlic Marketing Show. Store marketing stories that don't stink. Uh, this is Ian Garlic, and I've got another awesome, awesome beta victim for the rebrand. Uh, our she's once again a repeat guest, and owns a very, very cute new puppy she rescued, and also is a fantastic polo player, and developed her own investment technique that's highly successful for uh, retirement cash flow, but. Her big business is being one of the top Facebook marketing tools. We use it all the time, and it's absolutely incredible. Sync to CRM. I highly recommend everyone checking it out. Uh, Kim Snyder, thanks for being on the show. Ian, thank you so much for having me back, and I love the new brand, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Um, you know, and it was thanks to Facebook ads that I got the brand working. Um, and, and they're so powerful. So let's talk real quick. Let's do a recap of your business in Sync to CRM. Sure. Sync to CRM it basically integrates the Facebook ad platform with just a couple of very specific CRM and email um, platforms. Those are Infusionsoft, Active Campaign. And MailChimp. Um, we've chosen a little bit different strategy than some of our competitors. They have chosen to go 100 miles wide and an inch deep with 500 integrations. And we have chosen to um, leverage our expertise in just a couple of platforms, particularly Infusionsoft and ActiveCampaign. Uh, MailChimp, there's not that much to it. Um, and our expertise in Facebook advertising and put those together to help people um, sync their custom audiences from their CRM data and then their lead ads going the other direction back to the, the CRM. And why would someone want to do that? Yeah. I'm so glad you asked that. I mean, the lead ads are really obvious. So for those people who aren't aware of what a lead ad is, Facebook, because the world is going mobile so quickly, they are starting to design around mobile. And if you think about a landing page on your site that you might be running ads to, for the 70% of your traffic, which is mobile, for them to get to that site, which is often not mobile optimized, and then actually, you know, click on their phone to fill out that form. It's just a total pain. And so you lose just a lot of conversions because of the fact that it's just not a, a, a nice process for them. So Facebook came out with this new ad type called the lead ad where the form itself is native 
on Facebook. And with li- because Facebook knows who the user is, knows their information, with two taps, that person can click from the ad to the form. It's all pre-filled in with all of their information. They click submit, and boom, that lead, that form, is now submitted. The, the challenge with that is what Facebook left out on, pr- on purpose, interestingly, but left out was how do you get that lead from Facebook into some sort of a platform where you can respond uh, with either, you know, the lead magnet that they asked for or, uh, you know, call them, know to call them back right now. It just sits in Facebook and, and without some sort of third party software in the middle, the only way to get it is to go log in and get a CSV file and download that. And and obviously by then that lead is stone cold, right? It just doesn't work. So our software does that. The minute, the second actually that lead goes in, form submitted, we pick it up, boom, we drop it in Infusionsoft or ActiveCampaign, and then the autoresponder or whatever it is, the automation kicks off and and does what it's going to do. No different than than a form on your website. So that that one's kind of obvious, the the need. But the um, real... It, the the you know the real interesting part to me is the going the other way which is using the data in your system to create custom audiences in Facebook so for again terminology a custom audience is just Facebook's way of saying list right so whether whatever you know and so you can create lists in Facebook in many different ways in the same way that in your email platform, you would create a list to say, I want to send this email to this group and this group, but not anyone in this group. Well, in Facebook, it's the same. It's just you're showing them an ad. I want to show this ad to someone who's in this group, this group, but exclude anyone who's in this group. And those groups in Facebook are called custom audiences. Well, and you can create a lot of custom audiences in Facebook just from the data that's native to Facebook. But Some of it isn't. Some of it, the only place that that data lives or lives in full is in your CRM system. For example, let me just give you one. Who has attended a webinar? Um, So if you want to be able to show different ads to people who have or have not attended your webinar, for example, the only place that we know that is in your CRM system. Facebook can't know that, right? And so we would create a – that – list in your CRM and then sync it uh, over to Facebook so that you can use that in your ad targeting. Now, you know, that's kind of interesting. It's pretty interesting at the top of your funnel. You can, you know, it's helpful. You can do some things. But where it gets really exciting and it's more advanced is using it further down your funnel to build a um, what I call a full Facebook funnel, and and I'll tell you why we want to do this, and then I'll tell you kind of the what what I mean. Um, there's a, a study by Salesforce which says that someone who has seen a Facebook ad and an email at the same time with the same messaging is 77% more likely to convert than someone who's only seen one or the other, which is obviously pretty exciting, right? And it, and it shouldn't come as a surprise because this is advertising 101. People, we know any brand that runs advertising, they run it over multiple media. You see it on radio, TV, print, digital, et cetera. And that's because they know that the more impressions you get of that campaign over multiple media, the more likely you are to convert. So it shouldn't be a surprise, but 
nonetheless, there it is. So we can, by creating these custom audiences and syncing them over to Facebook now in the same way that you set up an automated funnel all the way through showing, giving them different emails that stop and start depending on where they are in your funnel simultaneously, because the data is shared now, you can create supporting ads, which stop and start at the same time, depending on where they are in the funnel. And that's where it gets really, really powerful. And, and I think where we can create tremendous leverage for a small business, because most of their competitors just aren't doing that. You know, it's just, they're, they're just not even not even thinking along those lines. And, oh, it's so powerful. And we talk about it, you know, telling the right story at the right time, right? It, it, it's because it, you might have a great marketing message, but if someone's seen it 10 times, you want to show them because they've come to your webinar, et cetera. Not only are you wasting money on them, but you're also kind of irritating them, right? <laughs> exactly. And you put yep. that irritation with, with, with the synced. It, it's something that I've called and tried to explain to people before. It's like sync channel stacking. Because if you think of them as different channels and you're syncing up the channels and the messaging down the road, no matter where they are, they're seeing the appropriate timing of the message. And I think that's so powerful, so important. Because in Facebook, you don't want to irritate people. That's because they're going there to escape. Sure. You're sure. And there, so there's that, there's that two sides of the coin. One is it saves you money because it, you're not showing the ad to people who, for whom it's not relevant or, you know, who've already done what it is that you wanted them to do. Right. So I've already bought your course and you just keep showing me the ad talk about irritating and a waste of money. So it helps with that. Um, but it also, the thing about the Facebook world that people need to understand is it's just all about relevance. Mm -hmm. uh, the entire algorithm, everything about what's in your newsfeed, whether it's content or an ad, is predicated on this idea about Facebook figuring out how to show you what is most useful and interesting to you at that moment. Um, and, and with an ad, they're trying to, to show you the ads that you go, oh, wow, like I really needed that, you know, or I needed, or I forgot about that. Or, you know, they want it to be a, a good user experience for the Facebook user. And the more data you can give Facebook, because that's what it's predicated. That's how the whole thing works is big data, right? The more data you have at your disposal, the better targeted your ads can be, the more relevant it can be to that user, and therefore, the more successful they're going to be. Um, so rather than, you know, irritating people, you're actually giving people messaging that they find really helpful. And that's kind of the idea. Uh, yeah, so true. So let's talk a little bit about that. How have you, what's the biggest success or one of the, your favorite success stories of this working? Of sync to CRM, yes, or just or Facebook in Facebook ads, but yeah, and sync to CRM, and and like and in yeah, sync to CRM since it's your software, and I want to hear about <laughs> sure. it. Sure. Um, well, what I've got going right now that's really interesting is a a funnel, um, which is. Um, you know, from, from start to finish is kind of a poster child, I think for Facebook. And it's just, it's working absolutely tremendously well. I'll I mean, I'll give you some numbers right now. My email list is doubling every month. And the, now the caveat to that is it, you know, it wasn't a massive list to begin with. That gets very hard to do very fast, you know, but, um, but for the moment it's, it's doubling and my, um, 
um, apples to apples revenue month over month is growing at 35% where it was not going anything remotely close to that uh, uh, before I started um, what I'm doing right now. And so I'll, I'll share that with you. You know, as, as we know in the world of, of Facebook, it's a little bit different because just as you said, people don't go there with buying intent. They go there to see pictures of my new puppy, Boone, right? <laughs> or, you know, or whatever, right? See, connect with their grandma or their their peers. It's not you, – you have to have a much softer touch on Facebook than you do in Google, say, where people are purposely looking for something that they want to buy, for example. And so nowadays, one of the biggest mistakes that I see my coaching clients make is they try to sell too soon. And – Yep. What we do, and it's, you know, standard, everyone, everyone tells us this, you know, is that now you warm your audience up with, with content, right? So you show them valuable content that's ungated and you just, and you pixel them and you, and now they know you and then you start to, um, you know, feed them the lead magnet and then, you know, the webinar and then the, the paid deal. So uh, and, for and me, Kim, I'm just gonna yeah. pause you for a second. Yeah. So, so you guys know. And most of you will know this, but pixeling is when someone is actually lands on a property or Facebook ad that you own, they'll put a tracking pixel on that browser, which essentially allows you then to retarget to them. So you build a pixel list. It's kind of like opting in without someone actually opting in. Correct. And that's, it's so important in this day and age. In fact, they call it the second list. Um, people think about how to get their email list. But now in this day and age, there's a, there's a step before your email list and that's your pixel list. It's uh, a perfect explanation. Um, so what's interesting about that's pretty standard stuff. Um, and I've been doing it for a while, but I've done a couple of things that have really tweaked it and, and turned up the turbo boosters on it. And so the first one is at the front where I typically would have used blog posts as that content that I was using to warm people up. Now I'm using Facebook live. And that has, for me, been a complete game changer. Um, so for those people, I mean, I suspect everybody knows about Facebook Live because it's been in the news uh, here recently. But um, it was it's just in the last couple months that Facebook has opened up the ability for any of us to stream live from either our personal profile or a business page. And, um, and there's a lot of different ways to use it, but one of the things, one of the advantages is that Facebook loves Facebook live. Mark Zuckerberg has publicly committed to making Facebook live a success. Some people say he's obsessed with it. And as such, you know, he's, they are, um, giving people extra reach. They're um, giving it preferential treatment in the newsfeed. I mean, like they are doing everything in the world when you broadcast live on Facebook to make sure that you get more than your fair share of views, which is a huge, uh, that won't last forever. But for right now, it is a huge opportunity, not to mention that just on its own video is so much more powerful if you can do it well than text. And um, sadly, you know, current events right now, I think, um, are proving that, that power, um, mm -hmm. with some of these, um, police shootings being caught on, on video and the, and the fact that they are waking up the nation in a way that we have never been woken up 
before, you know? So, I mean, that's a horrible scenario or a horrible situation that's happening. Um, but it does show you the power, uh, of, of video when, you know, in, in, in other, um, you know, in, in other ways. So, um, to, to put that face, so the way that my, my funnel is going right now, that's so successful is it starts with Facebook live. And then I turn around and I turn that Facebook live broadcast into an ad. Um, so I'm promoting those, um, and getting, you know, crazy views out of those. Um, those people we, you can also create a custom audience out of so that you know who's watched, uh, a high percentage of your, of your Facebook live video and they become a pixel list. And then you show those people, your lead magnet, right. For, you know, that's the getting them to opt in by downloading something or sending them to a webinar, which is what I'm doing. And then ultimately for me, um, I, into my, um, my coaching program, um, my, my private group coaching program. And, um, and then the, the, uh, and that's working really well, but even just like the side, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, our Facebook likes are going crazy. Our email list is going, you know, doubling and, uh, the revenue of sync to CRM, which is not even where we're ultimately driving people in this funnel, um, has just popped up as well. And so just, um, the, it's just a, been a case of rising tide floats all boats and it's just been great. Um, yeah, I'm so excited about that. So let's step back a little bit. So you're doing Facebook live about Facebook. When, when are you doing those, those live, live streams? What time? Yes. So I do them every Tuesday at noon on the Sync to CRM Facebook page. Okay, great. And, uh, and we'll put a link to that on my Facebook page and on the, and the show notes for you guys. Uh, but every, every Thursday at noon no, Eastern? I'm sorry, sorry. Tues- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. Tuesday at noon, noon. Eastern. Yep. Tuesday mm-hmm. at noon Eastern. Um, I mean, that, that's great information. Someone that's deep in the trenches, super valuable. Um, and so how, when have you seen this not work? When have you seen Facebook ads not work? And, and what are, can you tell me a little story about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I have seen, so first of all, I think there's a, there's a couple of myths out there that there are certain audiences that Facebook ads won't work for. Uh, you know, some of the most commonly held ones are that they don't work for B2B, mm-hmm. um, particularly really big, um, expensive, long selling cycle B2B. I've heard a lot of people say that they don't work for the senior market. Um, and, and in fact, all of those things are wrong. The fact is that when done well and done right and done thoughtfully, they can work for anything. Um, so you can't just automatically say they don't work. Now, um, I, I have definitely had my share of, uh, of ad failures and, um, I think, um, I mean, you and I kind of talked about this, uh, before we started recording, my biggest failures have come interestingly when I tried to outsource my Facebook ads to someone else, um, to, a you know, uh, in, in, in the belief that someone else must be able to do this better than me, who's already, you know, got more expertise than me, and that I could then free up that time in order to do other things in my business. 
And two things have happened. Number one, I've realized that I have, there's nothing in my business more highly leveraged than doing this, than marketing my business. And therefore, it is the thing that I should be doing, not those other things, because those other things, actually, I can pay someone to do and do well and do better, you know, as well as or better than me. Um, but but back to your point about the, you know, the Facebook ads failing. And, and it's not that you can never outsource. I just think that for micropreneurs like us, where we just don't have the the sufficient budget, what, what people don't understand is that to do it well takes a lot of trial and error and a lot of thought and you have to care. I mean, I think the biggest, um, uh, I guess, attribute that someone would have to be successful with Facebook advertising is that they care deeply about the outcome and they're curious. You know, they, they want, they think just like you, I, I'm going to put 40 different ads out there trying 40 different names for my podcast to see which one works? That's a, cur- a curiosity-driven approach to Facebook advertising. And, um, and someone, you know, and, and what I've found is that the agencies, the micro-agencies that I tried to outsource to, what I got was very unimaginative stock, no testing, no split testing, no iterative process whatsoever. Just throw something out there, you know, that... Um, that sounds good and, uh, you know, one ad, one ad set and let it ride kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and I was to, to say that I was unhappy with those results is an understatement. Um, you know, and now that I've taken over myself and doing it myself, then, you know, the, the, the results speak for themselves, but I am to be fair, spending a lot, lot, lot more time and effort and thought on it than they can then they can because we can't pay them enough to spend as much time as I'm spending on it to get it right. Yes. Yeah. And I agree. I, I think that if, if you, I mean, if, if you're a bigger company, it, it, it sometimes makes sense to outsource it. But when you're just starting out, it's, it's a great way to listen to your audience and get to know your audience really well. well. It, yeah. It's so important. I mean, I actually, I just had, I'm so glad you said that. I am. Cause I just had this conversation with one of my private coaching clients just yesterday. Um, and we were, and I was, and I was talking to him about, you know, a lot of this process is fishing, you know, um, some people call it, you know, looking for unicorns or, and so when you're putting all this content out there on all of these different topics, and then you see which ones resonate and which ones pop, and then you, the business owner also have in that feedback loop, People who are talking to you and, you know, and saying metrics aside, oh, hey, I saw your post on or I saw your ad on, you know, blah, 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 right? Topic A. Um, and, you know, uh, I thought it, whatever, you know, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was great. I, you know, it resonated with me so much. That whole um, unified point of, of feedback um, loop, you know, is, is lost, um, and I think it's so valuable for the small business marketer in terms of figuring out what works and what's going to really pop their business. And, um, so that's why I, I just think at the micro level, um, that, um, outsourcing model doesn't work well. And the point, I think that it would, would work well when your budget's big enough that, that an agency can take you on as a percentage of ad sales. Okay. Now you 
you know, that makes sense. But at the point that you're having to pay someone a set fee or, you know, um, by the hour to do it, probably not, probably not going to get what you want. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's a missed opportunity, right? It's, it's huge. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's not just that your ads don't work as well as you want them. It's, it's exactly that. It is, it's that you, the business owner are, and the small business marketer are missing so much. Yes. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things about Facebook ads um, is we see all these marketers out there, you know, selling it like it's it, it is it's the best thing out there. I agree, it's the best thing out there, but it's not something that you're going to put an ad up and make a million dollars. No, it, it takes a lot of testing, a lot of work. It takes a lot of thought. It does. It absolutely does. And 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 the people who are out there selling it as almost almost the latest get rich quick scheme are doing us such a disservice because like you said, there's nothing like it. There are one and a half billion people on Facebook every single day. Um I just saw a statistic yesterday that um Facebook alone accounts for fourteen percent of the time spent online. And the next biggest one is like one percent. I mean, it's just not even close. They they are going to rule our world, and as such, I believe it's an important life skill for any business owner to acquire. But these people who are out there pretending like, oh, anyone can do this in you know five minutes and have a profitable ad up there is you know they're they're not telling you the truth. It is work. And when someone says to me, but I don't have time to do that work, <laughs> you know, and I've heard you say this before on your podcast and with other guests. No, it isn't that you don't have time. It's that you haven't prioritized it properly because what you've done is prioritize it below all those other things that you are doing instead. And I would argue that there's no more important skill. There's no more highly leveraged skill for you, the business owner, than learning how to acquire customers at a profit. Because if you don't know how to do that, you really don't have a business. You're just kind of playing at business. And the guy in your organization who do, does know how to do that, when he walks out the door, your business just walked out the door with it. That is business. The rest of it is just extraneous. I love that. It, it, oh, it's, you know, it gives me goosebumps when you say it because it's, it's the absolute truth. That's your, your only function in business. You have two functions in business, marketing and innovation. I wish I said that, but it was Peter Drucker, the famous business uh, <laughs> philosopher, and it's the truth. I mean, get get over your professionalism, get over whatever else you think you have going. You're there to acquire a customer and provide value to them. Exactly, yeah. and until and if you can't do that, then it's all just smoke and mirrors, really. And it, so. it's it, I laugh so much too when people say, "Oh, my customer's not on Facebook," and like within five minutes, I'm like, "Boom! Is this your customer?" <laughs> exactly. I, you know, it's funny. I'm doing a, a, a master class next week on um, on ad targeting because for that very reason, I was on with a private coaching client, and they had like some sort of general ideas about who their ideal target was. But I opened up the Facebook. Uh, ad manager and started showing them the Facebook tools. And I just rocked his world. I mean, he just couldn't even believe how granular uh, you, you could target someone and how much information Facebook can tell you about your target market. It was just, you know, and he, and he's a pretty good marketer, actually, you know, he's, he does really, really well. And I thought, wow, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't you know, they hear about Facebook and they know that people say it's really powerful, but 
that ability to reach down into that 1.5 billion people and find, you know, the 50,000 or so who are going to be thrilled to hear from you and need exactly what it is that you're selling. I mean, that's the real power. And I think even to a bigger point, too, is if you provide services, not just exactly what you're selling, but how you do it. And and hallelujah, brother, (laughs) because we all do it a little bit different. That's what I mean. When I started the agency, I realized I was going from door to door talking to all. It was originally with attorneys. And like you all want someone slightly different. You all do something slightly different and you all do it a different way and you have a different story. You're not fighting for the same people. And Facebook allows you. The only reason we've been told we're fighting for the same people is because we couldn't market to everyone before. Right. Right. And now you can find the people that want to work with someone that how you work. You know, there's competitors to you. There's competitors to me. But you, you all do something, do something slightly different. And now it's even bigger. The differences are becoming bigger and bigger. And But it's awesome. Um, I love that. And it's so speaking of working with you. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just, I got to interrupt you just for a second because what, what just popped into my brain right there was, you know, back to your, the original title of your, your podcast, the, you know, the Tao of, of inbound, you know, I mean, that idea of using content to attract your ideal target market um, has never been more important than a world dominated by Facebook. Because, and, and, and just like you just said, the more content you put out there, the more your ideal target customer can self-select. I, I, people say this all the time. You know, I've looked at six different people um, and, you know, and I chose you because I liked something about the way you came off, whereas all of my competitors customers felt the same, right? They picked them because something about them appealed. They can self-select. And, but you've got to put a fair amount of material out there that allows people or gives them enough information to let them self-select, right? Yes, exactly. And and put as much of you out there. Yes. Um, That's the key. You, not a copywriter, not a, you know, you, like, and that that you know, I hate that term authentic because it's kind of so overused now. But that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, it, it is overused, and uh, unfortunately, it's named my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> no, no, but foot in, just take foot out of mouth, Kim. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. It's true. It you is know, authentic it, web, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, but it, 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 that's the reason behind it, and you know, I tell that story. The reason behind it is because every one of us has a, st- a story. Everyone, mm-hmm. every one of us, and, and the more we embrace it and, and get more of us out there, the more we're going to enjoy what we do and, 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 and who we work with. And, exactly. And who we work with. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it, it does, it's not always a perfect match. And I put so much of my heart and soul in business and you do too, um, that when you, you get someone that's not the right match, it's like dating someone that you just really don't like. Right. Exactly. Uh, and you're just miserable every day and you're like, oh, um, so speaking of you, um, two things I want to talk about are your coaching. Tell me a little bit about that, who it's for, and, and because if someone gets an opportunity, someone that creates this awesome software gets to work with you directly, uh, learning how to manage their Facebook ads, I mean, I think that's an amazing opportunity. So uh, tell me a little bit more about that and how it works. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I 
I'm really excited about it. It's a new program that I'm just launching. I, I don't even have a name for it yet. Um, that's, uh, uh, you know, we're just, yeah, right. We, I should, I have to, uh, but I'm just going with it at the moment. It, what it is, it, it is a small exclusive private coaching program that I have developed. I tested it with a bunch of my peeps in the Infusionsoft uh, community. And it is 18 hours of live interaction with me and a group of your peers who are in the same place as you over the course of three weeks. And I think that there are a couple of things that are unique and different about it. So, well, let me just say who it's for real quick. So it's not for the, the total Facebook beginner. It is only for really for the person who understands the basic concept. So before when we were talking about pixels and custom audiences and things, like you already know what those things are. You might not know how to implement them, uh, but you already know how to navigate around ad manager. I'm not going to do that sort of thing. And I don't want to hold back everybody else who already does. Um, but for the person who m- you know may know those things because they've been to someone else's course, but they couldn't get it implemented because they were afraid or they didn't have time, or the person who is implementing but is not happy with their results, um, that's, that's the ideal target uh, for this particular program. And I think um, one of the things that makes it so um, unique is I think there's an accountability. There's a you know so uh, all of us need a little push right to get these things done, um, particularly when they're a little bit daunting and overwhelming. And so every so we meet three times a week for two hours um, for three weeks, and at the end of each session, um, I teach you my system that I've developed, the exact same one that's currently you know pr- doubling my email list and and growing my revenue at thirty five percent, and boil it down to about not to nine steps that we can do in sort of minimal amount of time and minimal is very relative. It's not, it's not fast. It takes a lot of work, but you know, uh, what's the 80, 20 and, uh, and I show you how to do it exactly. You know, I actually, you know, do it, um, in the session, you know, we take questions, we have discussion, but then the idea is that you go away and between then and and the next session, you do that step, you actually implement and then come back prepared for the next step, uh, in the next session. And, um, and I, it went really well in the, in the first group. I was really pleased with it. Everyone loved it. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm super excited because I just, I, you know, when, when it really comes down to it, yeah, I've developed software and I've done, you know, but at heart, I love teaching people things that, um, they think only an expert can do well. And um, that's kind of really where my joy in life comes from. And so I'm excited to be able to do that again. That's fantastic. And if someone wants to do that, they, they like your, your Sync to CRM Facebook page and you'll be putting information about joining that group? Um, yes. We don't really have it out there uh, uh, yet. It's kind of uh, actually I would say like my Sync to CRM page. It definitely will be there very soon. But the other thing is just get on my email list because that is where you are sure to to uh, hear about it. And um, that's just at SyncToCRM.com. And speaking of your email list, we got an awesome email from you with your new puppy. <laughs> 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 and uh, you should send the picture out again. But l- l- tell us the story of, of your new puppy because I think it's an awesome story. Well, 
So I live in, um, I retired from my investment business uh, back in 2011, moved to rural South Carolina with the idea that I was going to just, you know, retire, play polo and live happily ever after. And that didn't exactly happen. Um, I've, you know, started four companies since I retired. So, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, so, but I do live in this mostly idyllic um, equestrian community called Aiken, South Carolina, Except for there's just a couple of, you know, no place can be perfect, right? And one of the things that's just not really perfect is there, um, it's the, 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 we have an, we just, we have a homeless animal problem here because it's rural south. You know, I don't know any other way to put it. And so dogs are dumped constantly. You know, we have a, um, our shelters are full. Um, you know, our kill rate is, horrifying and um and but it happens and it happens so often we actually it's become like a de facto breed that we call it the carolina ditch dog um and so my husband was uh walking along around the track around the perimeter of our property with our other two rescues as he as he does and and i'm i mean i and i'm saying this just so you understand the the unlikeliness of this i mean we have a couple hundred acres okay and he was as far back away from any road as you could possibly be on our property walking along this track and on the side of the track is this eight week old puppy just sitting there like by itself the cutest thing you have ever seen in your entire life and he's just like sitting there waiting for jim (laughs) and the here's the crazy thing we had committed because the local shelter had been sending out Facebook posts saying they were full, they were full, they were full. And we're like, hey, you know what? Um, we had lost our German Shepherd a couple of months ago. It's like, let's go get a dog. And we had committed to go on Tuesday to go get a dog. And he appeared out of nowhere on Monday morning. Oh, that's awesome. He's Not so crazy. Cute. He, he is, is so, so cute. His yeah. name is Boone. And uh, and I'll just tell you one other just really kind of thing. So our farm is called Jim and I Farm because my husband is Jim. And so I'm constantly saying, well, Jim and I did this and Jim and I did that. So it's called Jim and I Farm. But now I said to my husband, okay, well, maybe we have to rename it Boone's Farm. <laughs> and then, but then when I do all of my classes, uh, people who've taken classes or webinars with me, they know that I use my dogs as the examples all the time. And so they're in the CRM as like, you know, a major and then dog, D-A-W-G. So the other day I was doing some testing and I thought, oh, I got to put Boone in, you know, in Infusionsoft. And I started to put him in Boone, dog, D-A-W-G. And I thought, no, he's Boone Doggle. So now he's Boone Doggle, D-A-W-G-L-E in our CRM. That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yes, more and, time than your than your listeners wanted to hear about no, Boone. No, <laughs> dog stories. I mean, hey, they, they love. Well, them. hey, that's one of our image formulas: cute puppies and cute kids. They sell. They do. They do. That's a, that's the only reason I have my son. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's so true. But it, I can't resist putting him in there. And you, and you're the same way. The, the puppies are awesome. Um, so uh, you know, part of the the show. I talk to people about you know using marketing to affect the world around them because yeah we can use it to make money but also use it it's the best tool to change people's minds and change the people's way people act. Um, are you using it in any way or how have you seen it done well that marketing has helped influence the world around you? Mm. Well, um, 
Yeah. So I guess it's interesting. So, you know, um, we mentioned, well, it's not marketing specifically, but it is interesting to me, number one, how Facebook itself has changed so many, the world around us in so many ways um, from the political elections that are going on right now, regardless of, you know, how you feel about that, um, to world events and local, you know, even events here in the United States. Um, so, you know, there's that aspect, but that's not marketing per se. That's really more just our, our you know, social media. Um, in terms of, I mean, the things that I, of course, pay attention to and therefore would be my biggest examples is animal welfare and, and homeless animals. That's my that's my thing. That's my issue. Um, and I, uh, I I have a perfect example, actually. Um, so I, the reason that we Jim and I had committed to go get a dog uh, on Tuesday is because there was a video done by. A group, and I had never seen them before, but now they're popping up everywhere on my newsfeed. It's Amaletta or Amaletto, O M, like omelet, but with one L, Amaletto. Anyway, and they're, they, this, they are, it's video, and they are all really moving. And this particular one was done by an SPCA on the West Coast, I believe. And it was about this man who was 350 pounds and was about, you know, dying. And, and he had his, you know, nutritionist um, convinced him to get a dog. And he, he adopted this obese middle-aged dog named Petey. And, you know, and it's the story so well done of him and how he and Petey began walking and then running. And like now he runs in marathons and then Petey died and you're just sobbing. And and but then he got this other dog and because something just called to him to go to the shelter. And I kid you not, I watched that video and I, I mean, I went and I said, you know, because we had just seen again, social media, our local shelter posting on Facebook saying they were full, they were full. And I'm like, Jim, we have to go get a dog. And, you know, I think that is the, whatever your issue is, whatever the issue is, the ability to connect with people and who care about your issue on a very targeted basis and rise up together and make positive change has never been greater and will continue to expand because of this, these amazing, you know, this, this amazing ability to, to, to connect with each other, which seems funny because some would say we're less connected, but I don't think so. The ability to get a message in front of the right person has just immense power in my, in my book. And that's just my best example of it right now. I think that's the best example. And that, that was inspiring because it, it shows you the power of video. It shows you the power of social media and it, it literally, I mean, it saved a dog's life, right? So it did. Uh, I'm sure it saved many because I, that video has several million views and I'm sure <laughs> half a million of those people went to the shelter the next day. It's the most, one of the most powerful videos I've seen in a long time. And, and it's a positive story too, which I think we, you know, with all the negative stuff going on, we have to take positive stories of action and focus on them. And, and, and those are the things that will change people's minds. Yeah, it's really exciting stuff to me. Love it. Well, Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Sync to CRM. Go to her Facebook page. Make sure to be watching her Tuesdays at noon, right? Tuesdays at noon. 
for the face at Eastern time for the Facebook live broadcast. Fantastic. And, uh, and, and start using Facebook for your business, your nonprofit, you know, and start just getting dabbling at least get it, get used to it. Um, you know, and Facebook did some, an announcement too that we didn't talk about, um, but they are giving away some money for nonprofits as well to do Facebook advertising. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of opportunity out there, and make sure to be paying attention to Kim because uh, she's giving away great information. And obviously, if you want to work directly with her, that'll be coming out soon. Um, Kim, thanks again. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, and I love talking with you always because we are two peas in a pod, so everything right back at you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, and thank you all for listening to the Garlic Marketing Show. Uh, It's Ian Garlic, and thanks for taking Kim and I on your journey. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 